welcome. I hope you're doing well today. Um, we're going to press into the scriptures. I'm going to talk about God makes it grow. And really the focus of what we're looking at right now is the importance of the kingdom of Yehovah. How do we see the kingdom? How are we living our life? So if you're just uh, connecting with us right now, I want to encourage you, just write in the comments, let us know that you are watching or listening. If you're listening by podcast later, I encourage you to email me, kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Just let us know where you are listening from as these uh, podcasts go out around the world. Uh, right now, we've got Lola with us in Florida. Good to see you. We've got Deb in Texas. We've got Esther in Australia. We've got Cassandra in Georgia with us. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. And I encourage you, if you're listening on uh, YouTube, just give it the thumbs up there as well. And don't forget to uh, click on the bell for the alert so you know when we go live. We don't know what time we go live. We just go live as the Spirit leads. And as I've been here uh, this evening here in Israel, I've just been pressing in and just really looking at the overflow of what the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me about today. You know, I've had uh, a really good day in the presence of Yehovah, just seeking his face, pressing in, and uh, just spending some time as well, just listening to some good music and just enjoying uh, the word of Yehovah in song and proclaiming his name. You know, we serve a mighty God. He is worthy of our praise. And also today, it's eight years since the passing of uh, my dad. And uh, I was just uh, spending time just, you know, looking back at the blessings that he was in my life and in our family and all the people's lives that he uh, impacted who was he was devoid to the preaching of the gospel ministering the word of Yehovah and making a difference for the kingdom of Yehovah and I'll never forget those early days growing up living in a house of love whilst being surrounded uh, in communities in Scotland and Fife where there was drug abuse, alcoholism, uh, violence, you know, crazy stuff going on around him. But his ministry was so powerful that uh, the young people were coming to faith in Messiah, the alcoholics were being delivered, families were being restored, there was signs and wonders and miracles happening. And I got to witness that as a child to see the reality and the glory of Yehovah. And they were incredible foundations for me in my faith. And I uh, lift up my mum today, pray for her, uh, as it's been eight years since the passing of my dad, but uh, just spending the day rejoicing, you know, in, in the blessings, you know, we are eternal beings. It's not just about what happens in this earth, but it's also about stepping into eternity and the things that the Father will reward us with that we see in the scriptures, you know, we are rewarded for the things that we do on this earth. Hallelujah. So tonight, God makes it grow. Why am I talking about that? Because when we master the understanding of the kingdom, we realize that it is bigger than anything that we see in this realm. And there's so many people who are striving in the flesh to accomplish good things for God. And Yehovah is saying today, I need you to stop. I need you to listen. Listen. 
And it's not because of, of your ability and the things that you do. It's in how we yield to him in his presence. And this is what we learn from the scriptures as we delve into the word. We, we delve into the appointments of Yahovah upon our lives. You are born for such a time as this. Don't forget it. It's not about you trying to make your way forward. It's not about you trying to live your dreams. The question is, what are you born for? And how do we work in our walk, in our calling, in our purpose in Yehovah? So, Father, I want to thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for the Sabbath rest. Thank you, Father, for this appointed feast time where we can come into your presence and receive the word of Yehovah. We can proclaim your promises that your promises are yes and amen. Father, give us eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart that understands. Father, we want to break all the confusion right now. We don't want to be entangled with the world, but we want to walk in accordance with the Ruach HaKodesh, with your Spirit. So we yield to you tonight, and as we come together to fellowship corporately, will you minister to us? We ask, Father, for signs and wonders and miracles to accompany your word this day, that you will bring transformation to those who are hearing, if they're listening today or if they're listening at a later date. Father, we worship you. So we commit this time to you. And we are so excited, Father, about what you are going to do during this time in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, firstly, what I want to do is I want to go to the book of uh, Chronicles because I was just thinking on uh, the, the emphasis on the kingdom. And as I was pressing in today, one of the things the Father has taught me through my entire life, the Elohim is your source. And if we can start our relationship in his presence from the basis that my God provides, my God is my source, then it doesn't matter what you face, even if you face lack in this world system, that's not your destination. It might be something you're going through. You might be going through valleys. You might be going through difficult times. But when you understand the greatness of Yehovah and the power of his word, you know that you're not called to camp out in the place of lack, in the place of, um, uh, you know, difficulty and, and the turmoils of life and the troubles of this world. Yes, you'll have many troubles, but know this, our God is an overcoming God. He will bring you through. And, you know, I'm reminded of um, when I was 11 years old, how the Father transformed my life and, and brought me into the business world. It was because my trouser legs were too short because my mum shrunk my trousers, my pants in America, in the wash. And I said, Mum, you've shrunk my trousers. They're too short. I can't go to school like this. This is terrible. And she said to me, well, you know, I can't afford to buy you new trousers right now because I need to buy for your sisters next. So... You know, I went to God and I said, Yehovah, you are my source. And if my parents can't provide, then I come to you and I ask for your provision. Then I heard by the Spirit. And this is what's important. Hearing by the Spirit. I heard the Holy Spirit say, go downstairs, get a bucket and get some fairy liquid and go to the street uh, next to the house and start knocking on doors and washing cars. 
And I'm like, okay. And, and I heard clearly by the Spirit. And I, w- I went around, I started washing cars. Well, before you know it, I had enough money to, to buy a new pair of trousers and much more left over. And I realized, you know, this is the source of Yehovah's provision. I'm going to keep this source moving. And I started to use those resources to, to grow into bigger businesses and, and, and greater things to make a difference for the kingdom. So it started by hearing from heaven. So what are you doing from the place of lack? What do we do in the place of difficulty? Are we pressing in to the presence of Yehovah? You know, I don't mind if the, the 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 storms of this world come against me in a way that pushes me down because it doesn't matter where we are taken to in this world. It's all about who you are in the spirit because we're not storing up for ourselves treasures on this earth, but we are storing up heavenly treasures. And these are key factors that I want you to think about as we talk about the kingdom this evening. Where are you storing your treasures? What steps are we taking to make a difference for the kingdom of Yehovah? In my early 20s, I had uh, a few national companies and, uh, you know, large offices and a good staff. Um <sighs> Anyway, I was working hard to be a blessing for the kingdom. I was providing people with employment. I was providing finances. I was doing things to make a difference for the kingdom. And then one day someone came into my business and they were stealing from me hundreds of thousands of pounds and they were destroying my business from the inside. They were in there, you know, using my company as a front as part of a a, a drug ring and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, I'll never forget when all these things were exposed by the Spirit. And this is what we love about the the Holy Spirit. He will bring things into the open. My wife got a word from Yehovah and said, this guy is stealing from you. And I'm like, Haley, what are you talking about? This can't be true. And she, you know, through us pressing in together, I realized, you know what? If this is the word of Yehovah, we will find the fruit and identify what's going on. And we discovered that this person was stealing from us. And the deliverance from that place of, uh, uh, you know, effectively robbery and, uh, you know, the deliverance came by the spirit. Because this guy tried to kill me, tried to take me out. And an angel came into my office and rescued me from this situation. I'm not going to tell you the whole story tonight because that's not the point of this message. But, you know, you can go on YouTube and you can listen to the message, Have We Lost the Love? I share my testimony and I share about that story, how an angel comes in and rescues me, saves my life. Um, It's awesome. But, you know, what what are we talking about right now? We're talking about, you know, we're talking about it's Elohim that makes it grow. Are the things that we are doing, are they growing for the kingdom of Yehovah? Are we living the purpose of Yehovah? And the word the Father gave me, and I shared it last week as well, the word was this. The Holy Spirit said to me, it's not your money I want, it's you. And I had got to the place where I was so excited about funding the kingdom that it was 
causing me to be disconnected in the presence of Yehovah. So what's the Father saying right now? It's not your money he wants, it's you that he wants. But I want us to go back and look at things in the natural realm on how we see that, that which is in the supernatural manifesting within the natural. And these things are okay, but the question is, what do we do with the things that he has blessed us with? So First Chronicles chapter 29, I'm just going to read uh, well, we'll read from verse 1. Then King David said to the whole assembly, My son Solomon, the one whom Elohim has chosen, is young and inexperienced. And this is interesting that he opens this up, because what's he getting ready to do? He is getting ready for the second time to see Solomon uh, released as the king of Israel. Okay? So he's inexperienced. The task is great because... Uh, his palatial, uh, this palatial structure is not for man, but for Yehovah Elohim. With all my resources, I have provided for the temple of my Elohim gold for the gold work, silver for the silver, bronze for the bronze, iron for the iron, and wood for the wood, as well as onyx for uh, the setting, uh, turkey. Um, turquoise, stone of various colors, and all kinds of fine stone and marble, all these in large quantities. Besides, in my devotion to the temple of my Elohim, I now give my personal treasures of gold, silver for the temple of my Elohim. Over and above everything I have provided for this holy temple, 3,000 talents of gold, golds of offering and 7,000 talents of refined silver uh, for the overlaying of the walls of the building, um, for the gold work and the silver work, for all the work to be done by the craftsmen. Now, who is willing to consecrate themselves to Yehovah today? So what's taking place? He, he is in the preparation of bringing forth the provision of the temple of Yehovah to be placed in earth, <laughs> in Jerusalem. And what's the point of the temple uh, to be built? So the world can see who God is in the natural realm. And we are called as the temple of, the, uh, of, of Yehovah. We, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are living stones. What's our purpose? That our lives will be a reflection of the glory of Yehovah. So the point of this temple that Solomon is, is commissioned to build through the provision uh, of David and others it is as a representation of who Yehovah is, that he may be seen, that he may be known in this world. And this is what the Father wants us to do. He wants us to be about the will and purposes of Yehovah. So what's he saying in verse 5? Now, who is willing to consecrate themselves to Yehovah today? And this is what David is saying. I'm not asking you to provide to demonstrate the reality of Yehovah to this world uh, without being a, a partaker. He's saying, I am 
sacrificing everything I have for this purpose. And I am leading as the king by example. And now I'm asking you, who will consecrate themselves to Yehovah today? Are you going to live your life for the purposes and the calling of Yehovah? Are you going to give like your leader is giving? And this is what we are called to do. We're called to live by example. And that's why over the 30 years of ministry, Haley and I have lived by example. We run our businesses. We, we do different things for the purpose of expanding the kingdom. And we take those resources and we plant them into the kingdom so that we are not just, uh, you know, preaching the gospel and asking people to provide financially for us, but we are receiving resources so that the, the kingdom of Yehovah may be represented on this earth. So we don't take the resources uh, to be about us, but we use them for the expansion of his kingdom. So in verse 6, Then the leaders of families and officers of the tribes of Israel, the commanders of thousands, the commanders of hundreds, and the officials in charge of the king's work gave willingly. They gave towards the work of the temple for Elohim 5,000 talents and 10,000 Darachus of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. Anyone who had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the temple of Yehovah in the custody of Jahil of Gerashonite, uh, the Gerashonite, sorry. The people rejoiced at the willing response of their leaders, and they uh, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly to Yahovah. David the king also rejoiced greatly. So the people were seeing that those who had provision were using their resources sacrificially for making a difference. But here's the key. Who will consecrate themselves to Yahovah today? So in the place of your struggle or even in the, the place of your blessing, I want to ask you the question. Are you consecrating yourself to him? Are you giving of yourself to make a difference for the kingdom of Yehovah? And, you know, the thing that really struck me today when I was praying over this scripture was David's prayer that we see in verse 10. And this is amazing. I want you to listen to this. David praised Yehovah in the presence of the whole assembly. Praise be to you, Yehovah, the Elohim of our father Israel. Not of my father, of our father. This is communally. He's standing before the assembly. Yours, Yehovah, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, Yehovah, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and to give strength to all. Now, our Elohim, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. And, you know, as I, li as I listen to what David is praying here in this portion, verse 10 to verse 
13 of uh, um, uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 19, if you're just joining with us. What I love about this scripture, it reminds me of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. It's about you, Father. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. You are my source. Hallelujah. I'm not just coming saying I'm going to work and do things to be a blessing for the kingdom. No, I come before you, Father, and I ask, give us this day our daily bread. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us uh, from evil. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm messing up a couple of the, the lines within the, the prayer. But anyway, what what we have in some of the translations of the scripture, it says, because yours is the kingdom, yours is the power and the glory for forever and ever. Amen. And, you know, that's not necessarily the, in the original translation. But what is it taken from? It's taken from this portion of the early believers in the in the, the early assembly after Yeshua's resurrection. They were praying this portion of scripture that we see in First Chronicles chapter twenty nine. Yours is the kingdom, yours is the power, yours is the glory forever and ever. Amen. We recognize yours. It's your kingdom, it's your power, it's your glory. Everything is about you. And in verse 14, it says, But who am I? And who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? What's the Father saying today? He said, I want to bring us to a place of alignment so that we can receive the blessings of Yehovah. Because let me tell you something, Israel didn't always uh, just wake up into the prosperity of Yehovah. And I'm not talking necessarily about what's, you know, we're not talking about finances, but we are talking about the manifestation of the riches of his kingdom being manifested on the earth. Listen, if you know Yeshua, you are rich. You are rich in him because you have the riches of heaven. So you might not have physical wealth, but you have the wealth of the knowledge of the glory of Yehovah. Silver and gold I don't have, but what I have I give unto you. In the name of Yeshua of Nazareth, rise up and walk. So we have something that's more powerful than finances. And we praise Yehovah that we will bless the Father with everything that we have in our resources, with the sweat of our labor, the things that we do. But do you recognize it's not about your silver and gold? What do you have? I give unto you. I give give to this world that which I have received in the presence of a mighty God. I have the knowledge and the wisdom of Yehovah. I have the ability through the Holy Spirit, through Messiah in me, to bring the kingdom, to bring change to this world today. So David in verse 14, he says, but who am I? He's recognizing there is nothing I have that comes from me. You know, I've got many friends uh, uh, who have gone from wealth, from fame, who have come to know Yeshua. And one friend, Richie Petrello, a famous saxophone player in New York, uh, who's now a, an evangelist and preaching the gospel, ministering the gospel. When he came to Yeshua, what did he do? He got rid of everything. He said, I'm getting rid of everything. I, I don't want anything 
I don't want anything that this world has so that everything I have comes from you, Father. And, you know, he, he gave away everything he had uh, to different ministries or however the, the Holy Spirit told him to distribute it. And then he started from that place of ground zero and said, okay, everything I have from this day, it will all come from you because I choose to live by the kingdom. And this is how we're called to live. If, you're well, if you've got one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom of Yahovah, you're going to miss so much of the testimonies of the blessing of the provision. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? My prayer today is that we get to that place that we understand that we are called to give that we are called to sow into his kingdom to make a difference. And, you know, look, this is not a message for you to give financially to our ministry. That is not why I'm sharing this today. The reason why I'm sharing this today is I want you to understand the richness of what you have. Stop looking at your poverty. Stop looking at your brokenness. Stop looking at your flesh <laughs> or whatever you're looking at, or even your resources. Listen, you can have millions of dollars and still feel unsatisfied because, <laughs> you know, there's, there's so many needs within this world and uh, in the physical realm that even your resources wouldn't be able to absorb the, the challenges of this world. But what do we have by the Spirit? Silver and gold I don't have, but what I have I give unto you. And I want you to focus today. I want you to go into this week with the power and the authority of a mighty God, understanding that you are wealthy in the kingdom. And you can, you can make that declaration like David. But who am I? Why? He was giving forth the resources for building the kingdom. You are a living stone. If I'm winning and saving the lost and ministering to the brokenhearted and they're coming to know Yeshua and they're being transformed in the presence of Yehovah, what are we doing? We are giving into the temple of Yehovah. Who am I? And who are my people? One of the songs I was listening to today is Casting Crowns, uh, Who Am I? And of course, it's a well-known song. You'll know, and I just want to read a few of the, the lyrics. Who am I that the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my heart? Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my, my ever-wandering heart? Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. And when we recognize who we are in him, this is the start of us understanding the true reality of what the Father wants to say to us. And, you know, the song goes on, I am a flower quickly fading here today and gone tomorrow, a wave tossed in the ocean, you know. I'm so insignificant in this world system, a vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling. Yehovah, you catch me when I'm falling. And you've told me who I am. I am yours. I am yours. Hear the word of Yehovah. You are his today. You have the richness of the kingdom. 
you have the fullness of who he is. So we've seen the the blessing and the rejoicing of what can be accomplished in the natural. But the question is, do what we have in every aspect of our life, does it come from his presence? Are we sowing into the expansion of the kingdom? Are we seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness so we can be even more effective for the kingdom? That's why we've got to wait to be empowered to receive from on high so that when we go out, we go out in his name. We go out in the victory of who he is. Hallelujah. So we're not just dealing with that which is in the natural because we're talking kingdom, the kingdom of Yehovah. So we go through the scriptures and we see that which was built in the natural, but it was built in order to that which is in the heavenlies. Okay, so we have instructions from Yehovah. If you're going to build this, this is what it needs to look like. So everything that we build in the natural, are we receiving the instructions from on high? I want to read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, uh, verse 50 to 53. It says, I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of Elohim, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable behold i tell you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed for this in this perishable body must put on the imperishable and this mortal body must put on immortality so what do we see flesh and blood blood can't inherit the kingdom so we see that the father's doing a work here in the natural but if your whole focus is what's on the natural realm and you miss the spiritual realm you're going to miss everything and it's so important when it comes to the message i want to read from acts chapter 18 here as well i hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this word that we can really capture this because listen i know there's you know there might be a few people who are listening right now you know you need this word because what's the hasatan trying to do he's trying to knock you down and tell you you are insignificant and you've just got to agree, absolutely, I am insignificant, but I understand who I am in Messiah. So in the flesh, I might be insignificant, but in the spirit, I'm empowered by the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I have the authority to overcome. I can bring transformation by the spirit as the Ruach HaKodesh leads. I want to be led by the Spirit. And it's all about the Spirit. You know, you can agree with Yeshua. You can believe in Messiah. You know, you can understand and, and rightly divide the Word. But, you know, if you are not born again of the Spirit, then who are you? You know, what baptism have we received? So in Acts chapter 18, verse 23, and uh, this is Paul on his missionary trip uh, to Ephesus. He said, after spending, verse 23, after spending some time in Antioch, Paul set out from there and traveled from place to place throughout the region of uh, Galatia and uh, Pyrgia. 
strengthening all the disciples. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scripture. He had been uh, instructed in the way of Yahovah. And he spoke with great fervor and taught about Yeshua accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue when Priscilla and Aquila heard him. They invited him to their home and explained to him the way of Elohim more adequately. So he had the baptism, the immersion of John. But he hadn't had the, the, the immersion that we're going to see in a second. Uh, verse 27, when Apollos wanted uh, to go to Acrea, the brother encouraged him and wrote uh, to the disciples there to welcome him on arriving. Uh, he was a great help to those who by grace had believed, for he vigorously refuted the Jews in public debate, provoking, uh, uh, proving from the scripture that Yeshua was the Messiah. While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul uh, took the, the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and he asked them, Did you receive the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, when you believed? They answered, No. We have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So then Paul asked, Then what baptism did you receive? We received John's baptism, they replied. Paul said John's baptism was the, the baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, and that, in and that is in Yeshua. On hearing this, they were uh, immersed into the name of Messiah Yeshua. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Ruach HaKodesh came on, came on them and they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. And they were about 12 men in all. So what do we see here? You saw these people, they believed, but they only had the baptism or the immersion of John for repentance. They had not received the Spirit and, you know, this is what happens with religion. They, they agree with what the scriptures say, but you have to be empowered by the Spirit. Why? Because everything that we need to receive has to come by the Spirit. And this is my encouragement that I'll say again and again over as we are sharing today. You are rich in Messiah if you have the guaranteed seal of the Holy Spirit within you. And this is, you know, vitally important that we understand, uh, you know, who he is and what he has to say to us. Um, let me just look at... Uh, the scripture, uh, yeah, the scripture I wanted to go is 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And just at the beginning here, it talks about the guaranteed seal of the Spirit. Verse 1, now we know that if, that, that if the earthly tents we live in is destroyed, we have a building from Elohim, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. So what are we understanding here? Paul is teaching, you know, look, 
It's not about what you have in this earthly realm. We have a building by the Spirit. It's an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. This is where our inheritance is. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling. Because we are clothed, because we are clothed, we will not be found naked. Verse four. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed in our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Verse five. Now it is Elohim who has made us for this very purpose and given us the spirit as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. We have been given the spirit. It's our deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from Yehovah. We live by faith and not by sight. We are confident I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with Yehovah. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we're at home in the body or away from it. Hallelujah. So what do we see here? What's important here? We understand the power of the resurrection of what Messiah has done. We have the guaranteed seal of the spirit that we see in Ephesians chapter 2 as well. The spirit's the deposit. So if we don't have the Spirit, if you don't have the Spirit, you don't have the deposit confirming your salvation. And it's, you know, it's, you're saved by grace through faith. It's not by works. It's not by anything that you do. It's the free gift of salvation. Hallelujah. But when we are immersed, when we are born again of the Spirit, when we are baptized into Yeshua, you know, we have that guaranteed seal of who He is. So I want you to spend time today and, and through this week to say, Father, reveal your word to me and the steps I take each day that I will see the prosperity of Yehovah, that I can take of the richness of your kingdom and minister it into the hearts of others in Yeshua's name. First Corinthians chapter 3 uh, Brothers, verse 1, Brothers, I could not address you as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Messiah. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. Why? You're still worldly. There's jealousy, there's quarrelings among you. Uh, are you not worldly? Don't you recognize that you're so focused on others that you're missing the kingdom. And, you know, we've got to get to that place where we are uh, craving the meat of the word, that we grow up in the spirit, that we're not just, you know, uh, just living on the simplicity of the gospel, that we will grow in the good news of the gospel of the kingdom, that we can be effective for his name. So you're not, you're worldly. Don't you recognize that you're worldly? Are you not acting like mere men? Verse 4, for when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere men? What, after all, is Apollos, and what is Paul? Only servants 
through whom you came to believe as Yahovah uh, has assigned for each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but Elohim made it grow. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only Elohim who makes things grow. The man who plants and the man who wars have one purpose, and each will be rewarded according to his own labor. For we are Elohim's fellow workers. You are Elohim's field, Elohim's building. So what do we see? We see that you are, are God's field. You are God's building. So we see a, a, a substance that is in the spiritual realm. You know, we're in these jars of clay. We're imperfect. But the Father says, I'm putting my richness, I'm putting my blessing in these jars of clay. I'm going to make you uh, and equip you to be effective for my kingdom. And just as David sat back and looked at, wow, look at the blessings. Look how amazing you are. Look at what you have done in my life. And his, his statement is this, but who am I and who are my people that they should be able to give as generously as this? And when it comes to the kingdom. I want you to understand what I've just read in this portion of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, that it's God, Yehovah, who makes everything grow. So the question is, do you have the word of Yehovah? And if you have the word of Yehovah, even if there's struggles, even if there's opposition to the mission, the enemy is pressing against, trying to push you down to stop you from being effective. They cannot, ex they, they cannot stop the day of Yehovah. Just look at uh, the children of Israel. They had to wait four generations from the promises of Abraham before they could walk into the land because the father said that the, the sins of the Amalekites had to reach its fullness first. So... If you're in that place of waiting, you've not seen the breakthroughs and the things of the Spirit, but you have the word of Yehovah, then hold fast to the word. Meditate on his word. Proclaim his word. And be a giver, a kingdom giver. And this kingdom giving is that we take from what the Father has blessed us with and we sow it into this world, into the lives of people in this world, that they may be spiritually blessed, that they may become spiritually alive in Messiah, that they will be born again of the Spirit, that they will experience the healing power of a mighty God, the deliverance of a mighty God, that they will see His kingdom come, His will done on the earth as it is in heaven. And this is the day of the manifestation of the kingdom for those who have an ear to hear and eyes to see. So stop looking at, the, at your lack. Stop looking at what you don't have and start identifying who you are by the Ruach HaKodesh. This portion of scripture that I just read here, uh, where it says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered the seed, but Elohim made it grow. This portion of scripture there was one day you know I just finished a contract and um, I was just praying 
And, you know, we use our resources for uh, funding the ministry and the things that we do for the kingdom. I said, Father, I need another contract. I need something. I, I've, I've got nothing to move forward. And this was the scripture he, taught, he brought me to. I am the God who makes things grow. But the, the question is, are you planting? Are you watering? Don't expect to see the growth of Yahovah if you're not planting and watering towards his kingdom. That's a word for someone right now because you're calling out, asking Yahovah for provision, asking for him just to meet your basic needs to survive. And the Father says, you want to see my provision? then take the richness that you've received by the kingdom and start sowing it into this generation. And you will see that the blessings that I bring to you will not just be spiritually. <coughs> it won't just be spiritual blessings. You will be blessed in abundance even in the natural realm so that you can increase your blessing, that you can increase your effectiveness. Silver and gold I don't have, but what I have I give unto you. But look what happened to uh, the fellowship of the assembly of the early believers in that day. In the midst of that persecution, they lacked and they needed the provision from an outward source. But then they got to a place where the Father blessed them. Uh, he brought forth the provision so that they could increase the work in the midst of the persecution. So yes, we will have trouble. We will have persecution. We will have difficulty. The devil hates you. He wants to pull you down. He wants to break you so you have no testimony. You have no place. But what's the Father saying? I'm going to build you to a place of victory. Another scripture I was reading today was Zechariah chapter 10. And, you know, <laughs> I love the opening verse because we've just been through all this thunder and lightning. It says, Ask Yehovah for rain in the springtime, for it is Yehovah who makes the storm clouds. He gives showers of rain to men and plants of, uh, and, and plants of the field to everyone. So wh what's he saying? What is he saying in this scripture? I'm going to bring forth my rain. I'm going to bring forth my blessing. I'm going to pour it out over this whole earth. I'm going to give you everything that you need for to plant for your fields. I'm going to make it grow. I'm going to send forth the rain. You can have the plants. You can have all those different things. But if you don't have rain, you don't have the blessing. So what do we need? We need the rain of the Spirit. We need to first after Messiah, come unto me, all you who are thirsty. You know, because what am I going to do? I'm going to give you a drink. You're going to drink from me. You'll never thirst again. You need to receive the provision of Yehovah. So what do we see uh, in this? We see the idols. You, you people, you're living as the world. Your idols speak deceit. Um, diviners uh, see visions and lie. They tell dreams that are false. They give comfort in vain. Therefore, the people wander like sheep oppressed for lack of a shepherd. My anger burns against the shepherds, and I will punish the leaders. For Yahweh Almighty will care for his flock, the house of Judah, and make them like a proud horse in battle. From Judah will come the cornerstone, Messiah, 
Hallelujah. From him the tent peg, from him the battle bow, from him every ruler. Together they will be like mighty men trampling the muddy streets in battle because Yehovah is with them. They will fight and overflow, overflow the horsemen. I will strengthen the house of Judah and save the house of Joseph. I will restore them because I have compassion on them. They will be as though I had not rejected them, for I am Yehovah their Elohim, and I will answer them. The Ephraimites will become like mighty men, and their hearts will be glad as with wine. Their children will see, um, will see it and be joyful. The, their hearts will rejoice in Yehovah. I will signal, uh, I will whistle from, from them. I love that translation. I'll whistle from them and I will gather them. Surely I will redeem them. Uh, they will be as numerous as before. Though I scatter them among the people, yet in distant lands they will remember me. They and their children will survive and they will return. I will bring them back from Egypt. I will gather them from Assyria. I will bring them to Gilead and Lebanon. And there will be, uh, there will not be room enough for them. They will pass through the seas of trouble. Hear the word of Yahweh. You'll go through the seas of trouble. But don't worry about when you're facing the troubles because you're passing through. So, so, so let your hope rise today in Yahovah. You might be in that place where you say, I can't take it, I can't get through what I'm facing right now. Then surrender to Yahovah and allow Him to bring you through. Hallelujah. They'll pass through the seas of trouble. The surging sea will be subdued and all the depths of the Nile will dry up. What did we see? We saw Yeshua speak peace to the storm and he's speaking peace to your storm right now you've got those waves raging around you and you don't know how you're going to get through you don't even know how you're going to get to the other side hear the word of Yahovah with Messiah in the vessel you can smile at the storm you've got the Messiah in your heart in your vessel, you can smile at the storm. He will bring you through. Don't be afraid. Trust him. May your hope be restored. Assyria's pride will be brought down and Egypt's scepter will pass away. I will strengthen them in Yehovah and in his name they will walk, declares Yehovah. What do we see? The manifestation of what takes place in the kingdom manifests on this earth. This is why I believe there's going to be a mighty outpouring of the Spirit here in the physical land of Israel that will be a testimony to the world of the greatness of Yehovah. But this, uh, this demonstration to the nations is not going to come because of gold and silver and building a third temple in Judaism. It's going to come by those who are born again of the Spirit, who are living stones, the true temple of the Most High. When we bring forth the manifestation of the kingdom, the richness of His kingdom, the world will see His glory and will recognize who He is. 
So stand with me in praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Stand with me in proclaiming over the land of Israel that you will see a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. Why? Because your testimony, no matter what country you're in right now, your testimony will be supercharged because of what the Father will do in this land. And it's not going to be by your chariots. It's not going to be by your horses. I was just going through the, the reports of uh, the, the warfare that took place in May here to destroy the metro tunnels of Hamas in the Gaza Strip on the guardians of the, uh, the walls, uh, the last battle that we had here. 160 aircraft, fighter jets, dropped 500 bombs in 23 minutes to destroy the, the, the tunnel system. This was one of the, the most incredible uh, uh, exploits of a military power and the technology, the GPS. Uh, you know, these planes didn't have to fly over Gaza. They just were positioned over the sea. And they were firing their missiles, and when their missiles were going out, they were all GPS capable to hit their target. But what's the Father saying? I'm not calling you to use the weapons of this world. You know, I'm not calling you to walk in that way. You know, what, what am I calling you to do? You know, I'm calling you to operate by the Spirit that's why we take our weapons in the natural. We can break them up and say, I don't need guns. I don't need these weapons of warfare. He who lives by the sword will die by the sword. But I'm going to give up these weapons for the weapons of the Spirit. And now we have authority by the Spirit to cast out devils, to bring forth deliverance, to lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. You know, we have many people who are supernaturally healed just by listening to the message of the Word being preached. And if you're sick right now, I don't care what you're going through, what you're facing, just place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick and get ready for a miraculous outpouring of His Spirit upon your life right now. This is the richness of the kingdom as he brings restoration to your physical body. I say be healed right now in Yeshua's name. By the blood of Yeshua, by his stripes you are healed. I proclaim the word of Yehovah over your life right now. Receive your healing. Receive your miracle. Someone who's watching right now, you're sick because of unforgiveness. You're sick because of your sin. You need to surrender these parts of your life to Yeshua and you will be healed. You want to be healed? Surrender to Yehovah and you will see the healing of Yehovah. Father, I thank you that you set the captives free for those who have been bound, for those who the, the enemy has sought to pull you down, to say you're in lack. Hear the word of Yehovah. You are blessed in abundance. You have the provision of heaven 
at your fingertips. And Father, I ask that we will not just see the manifestation in the spiritual realm, but we will see your glory manifested on the physical, that you will provide the needs of your children. Give us this day our daily bread. You call us to ask you for the natural provision for our families uh, as we seek to be a blessing on this earth. But help us, Father, to not just be one that seeks your hand, but to be those that seek your face. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. I lift up your name. I recognize who you are, Father, within my life. I want to see your kingdom come, your will done on the earth as it is in heaven. And I receive from you. Is that your call right now? Do you want to receive from him? Just call out. Say, Father, I receive from you the provisions that I need. That you will give me the words by the Spirit. You'll give me direction. You'll say, this is the way, walk in it. We need the instructions of the Spirit. And don't give up on the word of Yahovah. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Stand upon his promise. What are his promises? They are yes and amen. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message tonight. Kind of not really that organized, but I just want to deliver what's on my heart, that we will speak forth his will uh, into our lives. And don't forget, it is Elohim who makes what we sow and what we water grow. Receive the blessings of Yahovah. Receive his goodness and recognize the richness, the riches that you possess. Thanks for watching. Hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the ministry. If you've got a testimony you want to share, you can email me, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. We're coming up again for another newsletter. So please get your testimonies in. Or if God's given you a word, you want to share a word with the community, then do that as well. You can uh, write to us. You'll see my email in the description above. And we would love to share with the community out of the richness of what the Father is doing in your life too. It's not just about what I have to say. Let's be a people, a community that is rich in Yehovah and his kingdom. If you do want to support the ministry, then support the ministry if you're called to support the ministry. Our goal is to give freely, to make a difference for the kingdom. We don't do this for, for giving. We do this to make a difference for the kingdom. But if you are blessed with the work that we do and you want to sow into the ministry so that we can do even more, then go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. And don't forget this week to identify and ask the Holy Spirit, Father, how can I give out of the richness of your kingdom this week? Give me key things that I can focus on so that I can be effective and I can give on purpose for your kingdom. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for joining with me. Don't forget, tomorrow we have our Zoom call and uh, you have to be part of our uh, newsletter to get the link. Uh, I don't have the page up. Hold on one second. I'll uh, bring that page up if I can find it. Yeah, here we go. You've got to join the newsletter so you get the link sent by email. Um, you will also uh, you'll get a link to our uh, Facebook page where we go live, but we're also on Zoom. So it doesn't matter if you're on Facebook or not. 
uh, here is the link to get our e-news. And if you get our e-news, you can join with us on our Zoom call. The focus of the Zoom call is to share testimony and also for us to pray together and stand together as a community. Uh, we don't uh, publicize it out there to the general public. It's for those who are blessed with the ministry and want to connect and, you know, come and join us. We'd love to have you with us and uh, appreciate every one of you. We are so blessed and encouraged at what the Father is doing as we are waiting to see the next steps of what the Holy Spirit is going to do within our life and within our ministry. Until next time, shalom, shalom.